0: It is April 28th, 2016. My name is Roman.
1: And my name is Ruby.
0: On today's episode, we'll talk about our little cheat day slash cheat nights slash cheat all the time anecdote. We'll talk about our movie of the week. Ruby will hit our gossip section. We'll keep you up to date with one of the shows of the week that we already talked about previously. We'll hit sports. We're currently watching the NFL draft right now, mm-hmm. so we'll break that down real quick. And then we'll talk about a story, an interesting story that's happening in Germany regarding how they're adapting to people being on their phones all the time. We are Carrots and Peas. Okay, we're going to start off talking about our, our cheating story.
1: Yes. You cheat all the time
0: yes in your dreams <laughs> literally in her dreams yes <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> yeah.
1: oft- oftentimes I'll be dreaming and I don't even know it's a fictitious person or it's I don't even know how it happens but I always wake up and you have like um this person on your phone and I really in and, and re- and in real life I don't check your phone or anything like that like we don't really check on each other's things but in my In my dreams, I feel like you are cheating and so I catch you in the act and I get so upset that when I wake up, I feel so angry at you and the first thing I say is I I smack you and I say like, you cheated on me!
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting way to wake up.
1: <laughs> like I'm so upset at you because you cheated on me.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's gotten to the point where like she's we're waking up and she like I look over and she's like you're a cheater. <laughs> I just stand up and leave the room. <laughs> I'm gonna start believing it. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's interesting to have those kind of dreams. I think it's just with all the it's scandals weird. that you uh, hear and see on TV, it probably stays in in your head and and so forth.
0: Yeah, so in her dreams, I am a cheater. That's that's what her subconscious thinks about Yes,
1: me. and we also cheat other ways, too. How do we
0: cheat? Oh, man. So, what was it? Tuesday. Tuesday's our movie night. Sorry, we didn't see a movie again. Yeah. But we do have a movie of the week for you, but not one we saw in theaters. We went out for a walk, and we we talked about our diets last week and our attempt to try to work out and to be and a little be healthier. healthier. We
1: still are somewhat healthy.
0: Yeah, and we're we're, we're not going to say we're perfect like we have cheat days here and there. Yeah. So we went out and we got a a couple waters, uh, these delicious flavored waters. What's the name of the place? We should give them a shout out. Green Crush. Green Crush. It's
1: not it's not the weed kind of thing. It's an actual <laughs> beverage joint where uh, they have like very like delicious like coolers, almost like Starbucks, but they're they actually have fruit pieces inside. Oh man, it's to die for. It's so, so good. Good. We got. They a, have lines forming just to get What was it? Drinks. We
0: got a strawberry one and a guava. Guava. Yeah. Delicious. Highly yeah. recommend it. So we got a couple of those, and we were walking around the mall, and I look at Ruby, and I'm telling her, you know some. <sighs> We need something to go with these waters.
1: Because this <laughs> is like a little sweet. So now we need, need a little uh, something yeah. salty.
0: <laughs> so we realized that Tuesday was actually National Pretzel Day. And we go by an NTN and we go up to the line and we ask the lady if they were giving away the free pretzels. Because we had heard earlier that they were giving away free pretzels at every NTN. And she said that they were, but we had to download this app, and then the app had to make us create an account, and we didn't want to go through all that. And it stuff. was already
1: kind of late at night, so I bet you... And then it was based on codes, so I'm pretty sure all the codes already were ran out by the yeah. time that we would have done all that hassle. Yeah,
0: so we figured... We, we figured, well, it's probably for the best. We shouldn't mess up our diets with a pretzel or whatever, even if we were just going to share one. It's... So
1: let's go to Dave & Buster's. <laughs>
0: so we walked around for a little while, and then we're like, well, okay, Dave & Buster's is right there. Let's just go get a nappy. We'll share an appetizer. You
1: know, it's not so bad if you share. It's not so
0: bad if you share. Sharing fine, is caring. fine, we agree. We take our, our waters in there, we grab a seat, and we hit the menu.
1: We don't get like a like a simple appetizer. No. no, no, no.
0: We were looking at the we were looking at the at the appetizer <laughs> section. So you have your nine, ten dollar like what do they have like calamari, yeah. like five or six wings, etc. And dips. And then I look at the right side of the menu. Like twenty dollars and, and over. A, like a twenty dollar appetizer that's like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I look at Ruby and I'm like, hey, we should try that. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> it comes down. So we order that. And they bring it out, and service was quick and everything. But Ruby and I started eating, so it came with like wings, shrimp, little mini hot dogs, uh, quesadillas. Yeah, quesadillas, and and, like fried chips. In
1: theory, that sounds delicious.
0: Yeah, and we're eating, and we're eating for a good solid maybe 10 Mm -hmm. minutes before we both end up looking at each other. And like, I was the first one that said, hey, this isn't that good. and she says yes i agree with you <laughs> like neither of us were liking it
1: but we kept on eating because we felt so bad because we bought it
0: <laughs> we bought it and it was our cheap meal you know yeah. so so just... we left over what like at least three quarters of the plate yes. was left full because we just it was so like greasy and it tasted almost bitter like the oil that they used to fry the food was probably and
1: beyond salty yeah really
0: you... old um just disgusting.
1: Yeah, it was just not good. And we even thought about like bringing it back home. But in all reality, it would just spoil in the fridge and we wouldn't eat it. So we tried to eat the most of it at that moment. But we agreed that we just didn't want it. And it just didn't sit well. So it just sucks when you cheated. And it just wasn't worth the cheat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy comes up and he's like, oh, you guys want some boxes? <laughs> it's like, nah. We're like, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was unfortunate because yeah. it was... It was more money than we would have spent on just a pretzel had we bought it. Yeah, we should have and just bought a pretzel. And it, it made our stomach hurt just because the, the grease was too much.
1: But right now we cheated too.
0: And it was a bad cheat day there. But we definitely made up for it today as we just downed, at what, like three quarters of a Costco pizza. Oh my God. Watching like, the NFL drop. If you
1: guys can hear me breathing heavily, it's just because <laughs> I ate so much pizza. But yeah, uh, Costco pizza is just to die for. I love it.
0: Yeah, I sent a picture to my friend of me. Ruby took a picture of me of me eating a pizza and watching the draft, trying to make him a little jealous. And, and he replied saying, oh, cheating on your diet again. Huh? Yeah. And I told him, no, no, it's cool, just one slice. I don't know how one slice turned into, like, six or seven slices. It just but multiplies, that's all. Yep, it, it happens. It's still one. It just <laughs> delicious. Shout out to Costco Pizza, too. Yeah. yeah, so that's our cheating story. We're cheating all over the place in dreams and with food. Yeah. As long as it stays in that area, I think we're fine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well now we're going to transition to our movie of the week for this week.
1: So a movie that my dear husband had not watched, and it's a classic that I'm sure a lot of you guys have watched. And like, is probably one of your top top five picks of movies of all time. Uh, Scarface. I love Scarface. It's such a great movie. It was filmed in 1983. Obviously, it features Al Pacino. And my husband had never watched it before. Never. No, and I was, I told him, like, it's one of our things that we have to do. Like, you're going to watch these movies. Like, there's some top movies that he hasn't watched. um, Fight Club. Like, such as Fight Club or Gladiator. Oh, my God. I don't know why you haven't. Or The Godfather.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's,
1: that's another one you haven't watched. Never seen like, them. And I love it. I love those movies. I wish I could be like a, a drug pin, but I can't do that.
0: <laughs> but just, it, kidding. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. No,
1: just kidding. Delete that
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> she but wants it, to be the, what do you call it? The novella you used to watch? Lorena del Sur. Yeah, we totally
1: love <laughs> La del Sur. But anyways, uh it's about if you guys don't know what it's about, it's basically this Cuban refugee Tony Montana who arrives in like the 1980s to Miami um and he basically has nothing and rises to become a drop, a powerful drug uh pin. And well he eventually uh becomes employed by this drug lord at that moment called Frank. And so Frank sees something in him. And he employs Tony, and throughout the time frame, Tony rises up, makes more decisions, and he always has his, like, right-hand man. Uh, His right-hand man of Tony is Manny, who is, like, his best friend. Uh, Frank, uh, the drug lord who he's under, uh, is with a girlfriend called Elvira, who is... um, Oh, God. Michelle Pfeiffer. And Michelle Pfeiffer looks gorgeous in this movie. I Well, I think Michelle Pfeiffer is stunning. What do you think? Yeah, she looks alright. No, she's stunning beyond... Well, anyways, he eventually takes over Frank, you know, uh, bang, bang, he's gone. And then uh, all, all of a sudden Al Pacino's character is like the hot shot and he is calling the shots and everything. And... What makes this movie so great is a lot of the quotes and you see this character become basically like a, a guy that is from the slums to becoming this drug lord to all of a sudden crash and failing and well, having a tragic death. What did you think overall of this movie?
0: I thought it was really, really cool and a really great movie. and But I can't like pinpoint exactly why because I didn't think the plot was anything special. Like All it is is drug wars. And the more I thought about it, the more I think it's just, I like the guy. Like, Tony Montana is a very, very...
1: Do you think, okay, I have a question. Do you think it's the character like of the, Tony Montana, or do you think Al Pacino made it?
0: Uh, I mean, obviously Al Pacino. Like, he did a, a great job of acting. But I think just the quotes that he has, that, like, sadistic look that he gets when he's going to do something crazy, his reactions, he's like, he always he's always screaming and reacting like, super overreacting to people and and more than anything probably all the quotes there's tons of memorable quotes from the movie right
1: like like in this country you got to make the money first and first when you make the money then oh you can say no it. no 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 uh, okay how do you, you how do you say the quote let comment?
0: me tell you how it goes
1: <coughs> okay okay are you gonna use it are you gonna use his uh yes like,
0: i'm gonna use his the words. accent yes why
1: yes. don't you use your regular accent no i don't have an
0: accent <laughs> In this country, no, 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 that's not right, that's not right.
1: What are you, like a islander? In this
0: country, you got to make the money first. Then, when you get the money, you get the power. Then, when you get the power, then you get the woman. That's Tony Montana for you. Oh, yeah? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah? Top that. <laughs> oh, do the, do the balls one. <laughs> I'm going to do the accent. Oh, seat. my God. Do the accent. <laughs> And then we'll have our listeners vote on our website, com oh to see God. who oh has my a God. better accent.
1: I don't know if it's the monster energy drink that I had that makes my heart accelerate or the pizza that I had, but I'm a little nervous.
0: Are we dying? <laughs> <laughs> did, did we overeat? I think so. All I Who's have... going to find this? <laughs> Sorry, dude.
1: All I have in this world is my balls <laughs> and my word. I don't break them for no one. <laughs>
0: No, my turn.
1: <laughs> no, but, okay. But one scene that I really want to talk about is the restaurant scene where he starts uh, talking to the white-collar society where you see all these, like, rich oh, yeah. aristocrats. So they're in this aristocrat. Uh, they're having dinner, and it's a bunch of aristocrats around. And he starts making a scene, and he says, what are you looking at? You're all a bunch of bleep bleep. And you know what? You don't have the guts to, to be what you want to be. uh You need people like me to point your finger at. Well, obviously, he says it in more of a derogatory way and that you're not good. You just know how to hide and lie. And I think that's very interesting and kind of true because a lot of white-collar crimes aren't really frowned upon. But this guy, just because he's a drug pin and he's more arrogant and he's more out there, that it's more frowned upon. But these people who, maybe not all of them in the restaurant, do uh, white-collar crimes but I bet you some of them do, and they're not frowned upon as much as he is. So I think he is a bit wise for saying something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's the whole concept of, I mean, it's no excuse, you know, but crime happens at every level, whether you're you're in the slums, whether you're in the poor class, or whether you're in the high class. It's just the perception that we have of the crime and how it, I think if you're at the high class or whether it's in politics or whether it's just in your daily lies, people that are in high class, like, people commit crime all the time. But some are just able to shroud it better than others, or some it just becomes an acceptable thing.
1: Or know? even just having a perception of what a bad guy looks like.
0: Right. Right. I mean, you look at the rise of what, like a bunch of organizations that supposedly are founded to help out people, right? Yeah. But really, all they become is pots of money. and, yeah, and like non Like non-profit organizations. FIFA is a non-profit organization, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, like, there's crime at every level. I think that that scene epitomizes that. And for the times being, in 1980, I think it's very forward-looking in, in yes. stating everything that would happen in the future and... I guess, everything that was going on back then, how the United States at the time really condemned the drug trafficking, but if you think about it, the country was built on it because it was built on the tobacco farming that was happening here with the slave labor when the colonies were first formed.
1: Yeah. So, And another quote that I really like is, I always tell the truth even when I lie.
0: Yeah, that was a that was Yeah, a really good one. I
1: think that's a really good one, so... Overall, this is such a good movie. If you guys haven't watched this movie in a long time, totally recommend it. It's on Netflix. Yeah,
0: super long. It is super long. Yeah,
1: we had to break it up since... Yeah, a couple nights.
0: Yeah. But definitely worth every minute. Good movie.
1: Yeah, much walk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, with that, we're going to transition now to Ruby's weekly gossip column.
1: Yes, so I don't know if you guys have heard, but... About a week ago, uh, Beyonce released uh, Lemonade. So she had been hinting about um, what she was going to release on her social media, on Instagram. So she would take pictures of lemons and then her wearing yellow. Now those pictures are are pretty much gone. But there was this uh, visual album that was released on HBO. So it premiered on HBO. It was about two hours long. And a lot of those lyrics in. Implicated that uh, Jay Z cheated, so this um, visual uh, music album was. It talked about like women's rights. It talked about uh, discrimination, but mostly it did focus on on cheating. So it was basically her tell-all and truthful uh, album. And some of the quotes that were said in in obviously her uh, lyrics. Sorry, and some of the things that were in her lyrics were. Uh, you only want me when I'm not there. Uh, he better call Becky with the good hair. So Becky is referred to either one, it can be Reader Aura and uh reader Aura uh, send a Twitter back saying that no it's not her. Like uh, like Beyonce should continue on doing lemonade, like praise to her, but uh, it's not her. So reader Aura confirmed that she was not the Becky girl. Another person that is thought of Becky and she did admit within her social media that it was her is Rachel Roy. And Rachel Roy is a fashion designer that was previously married to, Dame Dash, who was a former manager of Jay Z, so she uh, is said to have had the affair with Jay Z. So I don't know if you guys remember when Beyonce's sister went off on Jay Z like back in twenty fourteen, where she was like hitting and screaming at him in the elevator. Do you remember that scene that was like recorded on the elevator? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So she was hitting him because uh, supposedly during that time frame he was having an affair, and so she went off on him, and Beyonce did nothing. So she was just standing there and letting uh, her sister hit Jay, And yeah, um, so that girl said basically like, yes, it is me. Like I, I, she basically said uh, saying that uh, good hair don't care. And afterwards, not, it didn't take long for the Beyonce fans to start saying like, oh, the beehive attacking. And they basically attacked her social media. So she instantly uh, made her profile private. At first, the Lemonade uh, album was available only on Tidal, but like I've mentioned to you before, uh, Tidal is obviously owned by Jay Z, but it doesn't have as great record uh, sales as it should. So uh, within two days, it was available on iTunes and Amazon, so now it's a number one hit, so it's really good. Uh, And another quote that I would just want to talk about is You can taste your dishonesty. It's all over your breath as you pass it off so cavalier like I'm curious if she's truly talking about Jay and she's saying this is your final warning you know I give you I give you life I try this ish again you're gonna lose your wife look at the watch he should have been home today I regret the night I put that ring on like isn't it sound so truthful like it sounds like she's actually talking about it herself don't you think
0: yeah um
1: and then um so, I was trying to read articles in regards to Jay-Z, or just overall, like, they kept on attacking Rachel Roy, but we didn't know if Jay-Z was okay with this or not, and um, overall, Jay-Z is a smart businessman. Like, this is a business model, and I'm sure they've already went through their rough patch. It was back in, like, 2014, so perhaps they have already healed and mended that, and just like how they are, they're famous, and they're gonna make profits out of something that happened in their lives I I think that's a smart move and I think Jay-Z is able to uh, deal and hear with it and deal with the consequences of obviously he cheated so he understands that it's some healing process that probably she had to go through and they're in the public eye so obviously their relationship is going to get scrutinized so might as well just put it out there and make some bucks out of it I agree yeah so what, what do you think out of everything
0: yeah i think it was a nice a very nice way of kind of shrouding the whole thing by saying that jay-z was in on it on, it, on the production of the whole what Was it called lemonade yes lemonade yeah because what, what else are they gonna say like oh he didn't know anything about it or like he's just gonna sit there and take what beyonce's doing they're they're trying to milk this so that it becomes kind of like a we're in this together you know yes, and kind of well-
1: well, I mean, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. So you make the best out of the situation.
0: Yeah, and so this it kind of just downplays the whole whether the debate over whether Jay Z did it or not. You know? But I
1: mean, it, the way I also feel is just. I mean, it. Did they? Is he sorry? Do you know if he's actually still doing it? Like, is he? Just interested in making an album, or did he really never cheat, and then this Rachel Roy chick just got paid in order for them to uh, publicly, I don't know, make more of money and still stay popular?
0: Who knows? You know, and that's probably the intent, the intent of them all doing this. Like, they want us to not know. They want it to be a question mark. That way, nobody's reputation is Yes, gets and I history. started to
1: look online to see if sh- there's any remarks on it, and no, there yeah. hasn't been anything.
0: So, mission is, accomplished.
1: Yes, and yeah, it's number one album right now. So she knocked out Adele.
0: Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can make a number one album with our whole cheating... Dream thing? Cheating dream and cheating food.
1: Yeah, that's about as much cheating as we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all for my gossip section.
0: Cool. And that, That'll take us then to our show of the week. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the show Gotham. And we really want to talk about the most recent episode that came out, because it was a really good one, a very eventful episode in which two major things happened. So, one, following the death of his mother, Penguin, had been, he eventually became the leader of the mob, he eventually then got caught and was taken to the Arkham Rehabilitation Center, where he was experimented on by Doctor Strange. At the moment when he got released, we thought that he was faking it, but I think that There was actually a moment where he genuinely was, like, a nice dude, right? Especially after he met his dad.
1: Like, I thought he genuinely wanted to be good and believed it.
0: Yeah, so then he meets his dad, Tucker. And Tucker takes him back to his mansion. And he finds out that he's married to Esther, who is now his stepmother.
1: Yeah, and Esther used to be a waitress.
0: Yeah, and we later find out as the story develops that Esther and her two kids, who are now Tucker's stepchildren... Are really trying to take advantage of him and just either wait for him to die or straight up kill him so that Gold they can digger. take over everything that yeah everything that he has. And penguin doesn't really catch on to this until after they successfully kill Tucker. So Tucker dies.
1: But they didn't kill Tucker on purpose. That the plot was to kill
0: penguin. Penguin. Yeah. So the idea was they were gonna feed penguin this liquor that was poisoned was rat poison yeah but and they knew that he would drink it because tucker didn't drink because he had heart problems but that particular day tucker was very happy he had a moment of ecstasy and he he wanted a drink so he actually took the drink that was intended for penguin he dies and during the burial is when penguin starts to realize that this lady's trying to take over everything because they relegate penguin into being like a manservant pretty mm-hmm. much So, they're making him, like, cook all their meals, clean everything. Esther's kids are bullying him all the time. And you just see at one point that Penguin snaps when he finds the poison inside of a drawer while he's cooking. And he finds that same liquor that he was offered to drink. And he puts it, he pours it in the dog bowl. And the dog, like, drinks it and croaks right away. And so, you just see Penguin with this, like, maniacal laugh because he knows what's going on. He knows the plot. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because
1: I think he also click, it clicks for him a lot faster than probably some other people just because he has had villainous traits right. before. So I think he was able to connect a lot faster. Almost like
0: it reactivated. Yeah, that, that, it reactivated
1: it. Yeah, that part of his on. brain,
0: and so he takes advantage because one night Esther asks him to get some pot roasts for dinner, and she comes down for dinner. She's drinking her wine or whatever, and he brings out the meal. And he brings out two plates. And Esther, for some reason, the kids aren't down there yet. So Esther asks Penguin where the kids are. And he just tells them that they'll be on their way soon. And then eventually, as she's eating the pot roast, she doesn't like the first one. And he says, okay, well, let me give you some more time. So they meat. Oh,
1: oh, it's a little bit too dry.
0: Yeah. So she he, So Penguin gives her the second one. And she says she didn't like that one either. And the way he kinda of reveals what was going on, I think Esther just put two and two together because the kids weren't coming down, she was eating two samples of meat. So Penguin actually killed Esther's kids and fed them to her.
1: Yeah, so she he cooked them. He cooked That's them. maniacal.
0: And the minute that Esther ate or the minute that Esther realizes that Penguin just slices her head up. And ends up killing all three members of the family that was taking, trying to take advantage of Tucker, of his father and himself. And so we're kind of seeing the beginning of a return to, of really Oswald Cobblepot to becoming the Penguin again. Mm-hmm. That was one of the major events that happened. Really cool episode. The other one was Barbara. So Barbara was released from Arkham. Just like Penguin, Doctor Strange thought that she was ready to go back. And more than anything, I think he wanted to see just how she behaved in society, she goes out and she pursues James Gordon right away. And she's trying to get him back, trying to explain to him that she's legitimately changed.
1: And it's hard to understand if whether she is changed or not, because even Doctor Strange doesn't know if she's made a full recovery or not.
0: Right. And we get a little bit of insight into it. We kinda get tricked because there's a situation where Jim's trying to get some information regarding who it was that sent the killer to get to kill Bruce Wayne's parents Mm -hmm. and Barbara says that she'll help him. But the way that she does it is weird because she's trying to talk to the lady that has the information, but then kind of pins Jim Gordon in a predicament because the ladies don't, the ladies of that particular club don't want him in there. And at one point, Barbara pretends to hold him hostage and put him in a chair and strap him down. And when they're about to kill him, Barbara kind of asks the lady to just tell him the information that he was looking for. Since he's gonna die anyway, mm-hmm. and the minute that the lady says something, Barbara kills both of them, or she taser[s] them at least. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of it's kind of playing us into this: Is Barbara really a good person now, or is she faking it as part of a larger plot? And we know that in the comics, he does end up with her, right?
1: Yes. So and then he so um and Lee hasn't came out in some time, so I'm curious if the character of Lee is already gone and now um, Barbara's here to stay and. Maybe, you know, Barbara has changed and they're going to end up together from now on.
0: Yeah, so uh, it was a good episode primarily because it set up a lot of good episodes to come. Yes. With the whole Penguin storyline, with now the Barbara storyline. We never ended up knowing what happened to Fish Mooney, whether she's going to come back or not, right? Yeah, no. So that's still up in the air. Uh, Bruce Wayne, apparently we're getting closer to figuring out who sent. Or we actually identified who sent to get Bruce parents, Wayne's killed, mm-hmm. right? And it was Doctor Strange himself, after mm-hmm. all. A former basketball teammate of um, Bruce's father. Yes. So, great episode. Setting up new episodes. We haven't even seen this week, so... No. Yeah, we need to jump on that and see what happens.
1: After the recording.
0: Yep. Cool. So, that was our sh- that was our update for the show of the week. you have anything else to say about that Gotham episode?
1: No, not at all. But it's such a great show. If you guys aren't watching it, please start. Hulu it. Hulu. Netflix. The first season. <laughs>
0: Cool. All right. With that, we're going to lead into our sports news for this week. And a lot of things going on in sports, particularly right now. We're at the 23rd pick of the first round in the NFL draft. The Vikings are selecting. And they are about to pick Laquan Treadwell, wide receiver from Ole Miss. Second Ole Miss player to go behind Laramie Tunsil, who ended up going to the... Who ended up getting Tunsil? Um, oh God, I the dolphins. The dolphins. Yeah. So okay, so obviously the NFL draft is going on. We are nearing the end of the first round today. The next few rounds will take place between tomorrow and Saturday. A lot of lots of eventful things happened in this first round. We knew that the first two picks were traded away the number one the number one overall pick and the number two and as expected it was Mike Goff and uh, Carson Wentz who ended up going to the Rams and the Eagles, respectively. After that, the Chargers got Joey Bosa. And then after that, things got a little weird because it was predicted that Laramie Tunso, who at one point was going to be the number one overall pick in this draft, mm-hmm. was sliding down because just minutes, minutes before the draft started, a post of him with a bong smoking was uploaded to on Twitter, right?
1: Yeah, on his Twitter account.
0: And so he claims that he got hacked, but no doubt that that's what caused him to slide down all the way down to number 13, uh, and losing millions of dollars with every step down that he took, down, that he took. and he ended up getting taken by the Dolphins. So, unbelievable. You were rooting for him not to even get selected this first round for being yes, so dumb, I know. Huh? I
1: know it sounds um, bad to say, and maybe some of you guys would bash on me on that, but I just think social media can make or break you, and just don't smoke, don't post videos on it, or don't have people around you see you smoke. Like you, this is your life, this is your career. You can have this career for the next 10 years. Don't make a dumb mistake. And I think these kids feel like they are unbreakable and undefeatable. And I think kids need to realize you can't be doing these types of decisions. Like these things can truly affect you. And it, it did affect them. It, where it affected him millions and millions of dollars, where he could have been a top pick. Now he wasn't. He was 13th. And I don't know if eventually this will make a difference. I don't know if he'll smoke more or less pot, but I hope that he learns his lesson for sure. Uh, he learned his lesson of financially.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you know, you don't feel sorry for the guy. He's going to – if he plays well, I mean, he's, he's going to be, be making millions of dollars. But – A valuable lesson for everyone to learn. Like, watch out what you're putting on your social media. Yes. Regardless of where you're playing, high school, Mm -hmm. college, professionals. So he slid down the Raiders, the team that we're interested in, with the 14th pick, ended up taking Carl Joseph, who was a safety from West Virginia. I was a little shocked when they took him just because I had never heard of him before. And I researched a little bit about him, just kind of read his profile, watched some videos. And he looks like a hard hitter. I don't like comparisons, but people are comparing him to... I've seen people, or read people compare him to Earl Thomas, and then I've also read people compare him to Antoine Bethea. So, I don't know. I just hope that he's a solid safety there to help out our secondary. Uh, And that's all that we can hope for. Reggie McKenzie has hit on every pick so far that that he's had, especially early on in the draft. So let's hope that that trend continues. So yeah, draft will continue tomorrow and Saturday. We'll break it all down in our next episode to see what the Raiders picked completely and, and what their season is going to look like following the draft. In other NFL news, this earlier this week, Tom Brady, the Court of Appeals, determined that he is actually going to have to serve the four-game suspension that was originally handed down to him by Commissioner Goodell in the NFL. And that was an interesting decision because even though there's still no hard evidence that he did anything to the deflated footballs almost two years ago now, or over a year ago now, that he's still going to be forced to serve those four games. And he still has the opportunity of either going to the Second Circuit Court and appeal or going all the way to the Supreme Court and appeal the ruling. I don't know if he's going to do that. I do see him and the commissioner maybe settling for something where... Maybe he'll serve two games if it just ends right now. But I don't know. This fiasco has been going on for a really long time. And I think if the NFL, if their point was to say we can hit anyone that we want and we're not afraid of messing with anyone, then, you know, point taken. But at this point, who cares? Like, I don't know that having Brady out of football for the first four weeks is good for anyone. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, and I don't think there's enough justification to do so. So we'll see what happens with that situation. In the NBA, Steph Curry officially has a grade one sprain on his knee. He's going to be out two weeks as the Warriors finish up their season with the Rockets. And then they head off to face either the Clippers or the Blazers. The Warriors are so lucky because he gets injured. And then immediately the concern is, well, how will they face the Clippers in the next round if they advance? (laughs) Well, on the very next day, we find out that Chris Paul and Blake Griffin... The two main faces of the Clippers are both out for the rest of the playoffs. Blake Griffin with a hamstring injury and Chris Paul with a broken hand. So now the Clippers might not even make it to the next round and the Warriors will have to take on the Blazers, which might be a much easier challenge. So this just seems to be like it's going to be the Warriors season because Mm -hmm. Curry's going to be out for two weeks, but he'll be back and they'll probably be getting ready to face the Spurs or finishing up a series against the Blazers. So everything looking good for the Warriors there, even though Curry's going to be out for a couple of weeks. In the MLB, you have the Dodgers leading the NL West still at 12-9. The San Francisco Giants are trailing 12-11 right behind them. So good job of the Dodgers keep up that lead. And in the UEFA Champions League, we had our semifinals this week. The first leg, Atletico beat Bayern Munich 1-0. A little bit of an upset there. And Manchester City tied with Real Madrid. So... We'll see how the second leg of the semifinals go. It's going to be interesting to see if Real Madrid can play without Cristiano Ronaldo, who presumably has some kind of microfracture tear or microfracture injury, and they're not sure whether he'll be able to get pushed back to play for these games. So we'll see how that turns out. And that's going to be it for Sports Update right now. We're finishing up the draft right now. Again, the Bengals are picking right now. So again, we'll break all that down later. Our final segment today is gonna be a story that we heard and read and we were quite shocked by it. Because we are now in an age where everybody is on their phone all the time. Whether you're just chilling watching TV, whether you're driving unfortunately. Whether you're on a date. Whether you're on a date or whether you're just walking down the street. It's it's an age where information has to always be processed. And we're glued to our phones. Well, in Germany, in Oxford, to be specific, a 15-year-old woman was killed, or a 15-year-old girl was killed because she was texting when she was crossing the railroad tracks and she got hit by a train. How you don't hear the train coming is beyond she me. She
1: probably
0: had headphones on. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, she got killed. And the people in Germany, in Oxford, they said, okay, if we can't beat them, then we have to
1: do something, do to, help something
0: them. to help them, modify these idiots. So <laughs> what they did is they're instituting this thing where they're going to have traffic lights embedded on sidewalks so that if you are walking with your face down looking at your phone, you'll be able to look and see whether the light is clear for you to cross the street or not or just simply for you to know that there's an intersection there coming up, like it's ridiculous. So lights will be
1: blinking under your feet, whether it says go or not.
0: Unbelievable, like, and and when we go back and forth, you know, like, like is, is it this enabling? is this enabling or is this just you're in a situation where people are not gonna stop doing this and you have to adjust? What do you think, Ruby? I, I think it's insane.
1: I think it's insane, but I think that's how things are working now. Yeah. Like, I seriously think that's going to end up happening into, like, you know, where colleges and crosswalks where students are constantly walking, they're always on their phones, or they're always studying and looking down. I think that's something that can, that can easily be placed in those locations. Like,
0: do you remember what we heard the other day about, like, movie theaters now are going to make rooms specifically where you're allowed to text? Yes. Just to control the people that are not, like, that can't control themselves from stopping to text for two hours? are going to do that. That's insane. That is insane, and I think that's one of the reasons why I saw this other thing where in New York, they're going to, you know how breathalyzer tests exist to see if you were drinking and driving? They're coming up with this thing called the textalyzer. Really? Where, yeah, if you get pulled over, then uh, the cop will take your phone, oh, no, not even if you get pulled over, like if you get into an accident, the cop will take your phone and he'll put it up to like this device or whatever. Like a scanner? Yeah, and it'll be able to determine all of your activity for the past few minutes or even hours to determine at what points you were on your phone and whether that impacted the crash or but well, what if you were listening to you? a
1: podcast? Does that count? Well, because
0: in many states, like, it's completely hands-free, right? You can't yeah. be doing anything on your phone, whether it's just putting in your password. Like, yeah. nothing, nothing at all. So that'll be interesting to, to yeah. see there. I mean, I don't know, just a lot of insane stuff. And, and when we heard that story, we were we were shocked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the age we live in now, pretty incredible.
1: We sound like old people. <laughs>
0: look at all these youngsters with their phones. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we get old? We're going to be like, look at these people teleporting oh. all over the place.
1: <laughs> back in my day. <laughs>
0: back in my day, we took we cars. Got, no,
1: back in my day, we had Amazon de- deliver to us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we didn't just have things teleporting.
1: Well, what would be we, well, faster?
0: Teleporting. Yeah? Yeah, like you have a but computer. But
1: I'm okay with teleporting. Like, no, boom, I'm at no, Disneyland.
0: Man, that's crazy. Part of the fun of Disneyland is enjoying the trip there. Okay, that's on the No, okay, <laughs> what about the traffic? Oh, I hate traffic.
1: Okay, what if I could teleport right now to Paris?
0: Oh, do you want to go to Paris for The draft is on. Oh, we just had a trade. Seahawks traded away to the Broncos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty crazy. Um... Yeah, send us an email or or contact us through carrotsandpeacepodcast.com so that you can tell us what you think about this topic because we still can't believe it. Okay, with that, we're going to close off this episode. We want to thank you as always for listening. We want to encourage you to continue listening. Leave us comments on either the podcast app or uh, at our website, carrotsandpeacepodcast.com you have all our information for all the episodes there you have a contact form that you can get us up through all of our topics that we talk about we're always open to new suggestions if you want to send us something through there we look forward to reading those comments
1: and like, that, and like we said before if you can just share uh, if you enjoy our podcast with your friends or your colleagues like hey I love these carrots and peas people uh, yeah definitely we would love extra support and extra listeners uh, thank you
0: Thank you. With that, my name is Roman.
1: And my name is Ruby.
0: We carried some peace. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye. Okay.